Over the last two months or so, we've been exploring God's faithfulness. The idea that God goes to great lengths to meet us and to remind us that we are loved. And today we're looking at two of the more poignant illustrations of God's faithfulness. With the celebration of Pentecost, we see God's faithfulness on display in the revival of the Spirit or the Advocate that Jesus promised. The, the disciples weren't alone. The Spirit would be with them as they continued the work that Jesus started. And with the story of, of Joshua leading the Israelites across the Jordan River, we, we see a wandering and weary people experience that same faithfulness. Now, now these people, they had heard the stories from parents and their, their grandparents passed down from one generation to the next about about God's plan, about what their role was supposed to be in blessing the nations. And it had to feel like it was just on, on replay over and over again. But now it was finally coming into fruition. So whether it's the, the rushing wind that came during Pentecost, the halting of the Jordan River as the Israelites crossed over and entered, or a voice in the wilderness... Or, or marching footsteps or, or horns. The Bible is full of sounds, sound bites that remind God's people of his faithfulness. And often those sounds encourage God's people to be strong and courageous in their call. E- even as they faced all kinds of external adversity or, or personal doubts. Because God had a plan and they were a part of it. Joshua's life story reminds us of that truth. And the story of the fall of Jericho reminds us that that sometimes that plan leaves us today with more questions than answers. Before Joshua leads the Israelites across the Jordan, God gives him four reminders, starting in Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. This is the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. This past week, I had a milestone birthday, one that's often associated with a midlife crisis of sorts. Now, it was a a great day. The, The kids got excited and they decorated the entire house. Our oldest daughter made an ice cream cake. I got a new set of Star Wars Legos as a reminder that I still quite haven't grown up. But my favorite part of the day was, was easily opening all of the cards. Haley, my wife, she asked a bunch of people, from folks here at WPC to family and, and childhood friends to mentors and to people I've mentored over the years. She asked all of them to, to write a note or to share a story. The collection was, was overwhelming. In moments where I I might need encouragement or an assurance that God has had a hand in my journey, I now have a a group of letters, a group of cards and notes to turn to to remind me of that reality. Now the truth is we all have moments where we need that sort of reminder. After a difficult day in the office or a hard conversation, we need to remember that God is faithful. Now, I wonder how often Joshua replayed the sound bites from the conversation that we, we just read over and over again in his head as he led the Israelite people. Did he, did he think of those words as he crossed the Jordan River, as they marched around Jericho, as he led what seems to be hundreds and hundreds of battles, or as he gave the final instructions to the leaders of the tribes of Israel before he left them. When God initially calls out to Joshua, we're reminded of his identity. He's Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Throughout the book of Joshua, this this formal title is repeated multiple times, Joshua, son of Nun. Now, we don't know a whole lot about Nun, Joshua's dad, but we do know something about Joshua's history. But before he follows Moses as as Israel's leader, we know that in Exodus 17, that that Moses ordered him to lead a battle against the Amalekites. And the Amalekites, they're a nomadic people that were kind of constantly harassing the Israelites. And, And Joshua was tasked with leading the battle. In Exodus 23, we're told that when he was young, he started serving as Moses' assistant. So he started from a young age. And we know that when Moses and Aaron were were debating what to do and and how and when to enter the promised land, that that Joshua is one of the spies, one of the twelve that that, that was sent in to to kind of take the lay of the land. In moments of difficulty, it was important for Joshua to remember his identity, to remember that everything he had been through in his past was preparing him for the present. Some of us need to hear those same reminders this morning. It's so hard to remember that God is faithful when we're in the middle of something that seems impossible. Or when we're having to make one of those really, really difficult decisions. One of those decisions that Pastor John mentioned last week that's a defining moment. Sometimes God's faithfulness appears in the reminder that we've been through difficulties before so we can be assured we're going to get through them again. Then God reminds Joshua that he's never really alone. This is another one of those sound bites that I'm guessing he played over and over in his head. Walking across the Jordan, 
God is with me. Marching around the walls of Jericho, God is with me. Convincing Israelites to follow his lead, God is with me. Now this is a promise that's deeply connected to God's faithfulness throughout the entirety of Scripture. It's a promise that's given to Isaac when he's asked to continue the work of his father Abraham. It's repeated often to Moses. The Israelites hear it as they wander and as they complain in the wilderness. And then in the New Testament, the angel Gabriel repeats this promise to to Mary when, when she's told she's going to give birth to Jesus. Jesus, Jesus assures the disciples of God's presence and then delivers on that promise when the Holy Spirit shows up at Pentecost. It's an often heard soundbite reminding us that God doesn't drop us in the middle of of a difficult situation and then just say, hey, you're on your own. It's not necessarily a guarantee that life will be easy, but it's a reminder that we're not alone in those moments where we feel inadequate or underprepared. And then Joshua is reminded to remain obedient to the law, or, as the NRSV translates this passage, to be careful to act in accordance with all the law that Moses commanded you. Now, I like the NRSV translation here because it highlights the truth that obedience is an action. It's something we do. It's not just something we think about or something that we study. And whenever I think about the Hebrew understanding of obedience and how here it's paired with meditation, I picture my kids learning to read. Our youngest child right now, she's she's four, and she flips through pages and she makes up the story as she goes. Our, our oldest is almost nine, and she devours books, multiple books a day. Our, our son, he's somewhere in the middle. He, he's almost six, and he knows some words. He has these, these sight words that he practices every day, and he has to repeat them out loud over and over again until he internalizes them. It's the same sort of thing with responding God's word to God's word. When God tells Joshua to meditate on them day and night, he's calling him to repeat them over and over again, to internalize them until they become second nature, until he remembers them. And then they will guide the way he acts. A lot of the times when we talk about obedience and meditation in in the church today, we think about studying God's word or spending time in prayer and reflection, all important things. But scripture doesn't tell us to just think about loving our neighbor, or just pray about issues of justice. We're called to act. I love that God tells Joshua to not turn too far to the right or the left, but when I read it, I can't help picture trails like this one from Zion National Park in Utah. The only way to hike a trail like this, it's at Angel's Landing, is to to keep your face looking forward, to not look to the right or to the left, to focus on what's ahead. God tells Joshua to keep God's word in front of him and all that he does, and we need that same reminder. The conversation concludes with God reminding Joshua to stay the course. Then he'll be successful. And that sort of success is defined by continual transformation into the person that God has called us to be. It's when we find the spot where our gifts and our talents match the needs of the world around us. And again, it's not a guarantee that life will be easy. We we see that in Joshua's life. 
between his call to ministry where he's told here to be strong and courageous, and then uh, toward the end of his journey, when he charges the, the Israelite leaders to continue seeking after God, he faces plenty of adversity. As people fall into sin, and he has to call them out, and he has to bring them back. There's a constant back and forth between God's covenant being broken and renewed again. Not God breaking the covenant, but the people breaking it. And can you imagine coming into the land that God promised and then dealing with all the politics between the 12 tribes of of splitting up the land? It it couldn't have been easy. He faced plenty of adversity. And I imagine what he heard at the beginning of his call became sound bites that got him through those difficult times that reminded him that God was faithful. And those sound bites can encourage us today as well. Remember who you are. You have a unique set of gifts and experiences, and they have prepared you for where you are today. God is with you. Remember that that you are not alone. Remain obedient. To actually act on what Scripture says, not turning to the right or to the left, but to, to keep going forward and stay the course. We're not guaranteed that this life will be easy, but we are promised that God is faithful. Let's pray. Loving God, help us to to hear those those sound bites. And may those sound bites remind us that that you are faithful to us, that you are continuing to, to come after us to remind us that we are loved. Lord, help us to be strong and courageous. We pray these things in your name. Amen.